0: Hello and welcome to episode 382 of the Our Lady of Fatima podcast. It's my pleasure to be with you this morning. My name is Terence M. Stanton. We are recording on Thursday, December the 15th, 2022, in the year of our Lord Jesus Christ, continuing to look at the writings of Dr. Plinio Correa de Oliveira, the great Brazilian theologian and great devotee of Our Lady of Fatima, This was from 1972. It's entitled Tears, a Miraculous Warning. On July 21, 1972, the newspaper Fola de Sao Paulo published a photograph from New Orleans showing a statue of Our Lady of Fatima shedding tears. The report sparked keen interest in the Brazilian public, and I think many readers will welcome more information on the topic. The best source of information on the matter is found in an article with a typical American title, The Tears of Our Lady Wet My Finger by Father Elmo Ramagosa. It was published on July 20 in the Clarion Herald, a New Orleans weekly, distributed in 11 Louisiana parishes or counties. The background to this event is universally known. In 1917, Lucy, Jacinta, and Francisco had visions of Our Lady at Fatima. The authenticity of these visions was confirmed by the miracle of the Son, witnessed by a whole multitude, even as the Virgin spoke to the three children. In general terms, Our Lady charged the little shepherds to tell the world that she was deeply upset by the wickedness and corruption of men. She warned that if men did not amend, a terrible chastisement would come that would annihilate many nations. Russia would spread its errors throughout the world. The Holy Father would have much to suffer. The punishment could only be avoided if men converted. Russia and the world were consecrated to the Immaculate Heart of Mary and men did the communion of reparation on the first Saturday of each month. And of course, if I can interject here, we know that the Blessed Mother asked specifically for the consecration of Russia and there was a lot of consternation as to whether that had actually happened or not, whether the consecration of the world was good enough, so to speak, and then there was the consecration in March that took place. So a lot of people still think that the consecration has not happened um, as the Blessed Mother requested. But whether you believe that to be the case or not, remember, you can do your part. Consecrate yourself to the Immaculate Heart of Mary. If you're a father, consecrate your family to the Immaculate Heart of Mary. Ask your parish priest, consecrate your parish to the Immaculate Heart. Write a letter to the bishop. Excellency, can we please have this diocese consecrated to the Immaculate Heart? There's always something that you can do. You don't have to wait for a bishop or a priest or some sort of theologian to do something. Uh, In Evangelii Nuntiandi, Paul VI talked about by virtue of our baptism. we're, We're all missionaries, so get out there and spread the gospel. It's what you're commanded to do. Professor Plinio continues, In view of the above, a question naturally comes to mind were Our Lady's requests heated, In 1942, Pius XI consecrated the world to the Immaculate Heart of Mary. Sister Lucy said the consecration lacked some characteristics Our Lady had requested. I do not intend to analyze this complex subject here. I simply mention in passing that whether Our Lady's request for the consecration of Russia was heeded is open to debate. As for Our Lady's request for an amendment of life, it has so obviously been neglected that no further comment is necessary. Our Lady stated that obedience to her request was a condition to avoid the apocalyptic punishments that she predicted. Therefore, it is logical that God's vengeful and purifying wrath should fall upon mankind before it converts and the reign of Mary is established. Of the three Fatima children, only Lucy survived beyond her childhood. She was a Carmelite nun in Coimbra. Under her supervision, a sculptor carved two statues that reproduced As closely as possible, the facial expression of the Most Holy Virgin as she appeared at Fatima. And I would ask you to tune into the Our Lady of Fatima podcast tomorrow for more information there. Professor then says both of them were called pilgrim statues and have been taken around the world by priests and laity. One was in New Orleans where it shed tears. Father Romagosa, author of the above-mentioned report, was told of the statue's tears by Father Joseph Brough, MP, the statue's custodian. However, he was reluctant to admit the miracle and thus asked Father Bro to call him if any further weeping continued. Father Bro noticed moisture in the eyes of the pilgrim virgin's statue on July 17 and immediately called Father Romagosa, who reached the statue at 9:30 p.m. bringing along photographers and reporters. In fact, they all noticed the moisture in the eyes of the statue, which was soon photographed. Father Romagosa then touched his finger on the moist surface and collected a drop, which was also photographed. According to Father Bro, this was the 13th weeping he had witnessed. At 6 15 a.m. the next morning, Father Bro called Father Romagosa, saying that the statue had been crying since 4 a.m. Father Romagosa arrived shortly afterwards. In his words, quote, I saw much liquid in the statue's eyes and a large drop hanging from the tip of her nose. End quote. This drop, so graciously hanging, was captured in the famous photograph that came out in the press. Father Romagosa adds that he saw, quote, a tear move as it slowly formed on the lower eyelid, end quote. However, he wanted to eliminate all doubt. He noticed that the statue had a crown fixed on its head by a small metal connecting rod and thought, can it be that water was poured into the hole where the crown is fixed on the statue and this water drains into the eyes? Once the weeping ceased, Father Romagosa removed the crown from the statue. The metallic connecting rod was entirely dry. He then inserted into the hole a wire wrapped in a special paper, which would absorb any liquid that might be there. The paper remained absolutely dry. Still not satisfied with his efforts, he poured some water into the hole. Yet the eyes remained absolutely dry. Father Romagosa then turned the statue upside down. The water he had poured into the hole drained normally. He was finally convinced that no water could come through the hole in the statue's head into her eyes, and there simply was no other hole. Father Romagosa knelt. At last, he believed. These mysterious tears show Our Lady of Fatima crying over the modern world, as our Lord once cried over Jerusalem. Tears of most tender affection, Tears of deep pain for the punishment that will come. It will come to the men of the 20th century if they do not reject immorality and corruption. It will come if they do not fight especially against the self-destruction of the church, the cursed smoke of Satan that, according to Paul VI, has penetrated even into the sacred places. Reader, there is still time, therefore, to stop the punishment. But some will say these thoughts are not those for a pleasant Sunday afternoon. I answer, is it not better to read this article now under the tender manifestation of our mother's prophetic sadness than to live through the days of tragic bitterness that will come if we do not amend? If they come, I am convinced a special mercy will be shown to those who, in their personal lives, have taken the miraculous warning of Mary seriously. I offer my readers this article so they may benefit from that mercy. So ends the article. Professor Plinio was writing here, and this miraculous occurrence took place in New Orleans in 1972. That was before the Roe versus Wade decision in the United States of America, where I'm recording, came down in 1973. Think about how much more evil the world is now than it was in 1972. And it's not like the world was a holy place. 50 years ago, but the acceptance of abortion even more widespread, the scourge of internet pornography and the promotion of homosexuality and transgenderism and families being completely obliterated by all forms of immorality, that was still on the horizon a little bit. It was there, of course, in 1972, but it's gotten much worse since then. We must repent and believe in the gospel, each and every one of us. We must share the message of Our Lady of Fatima. We must tell people about the importance of the five First Saturdays devotion. And especially tell people, we have to pray the rosary every single day. If you're a Catholic who's not praying the rosary every single day, as Dr. Taylor Marshall rightfully says, you're not on the team. Obviously, it's not a sin, but... It's what the Blessed Mother asked for in all six of her apparitions at Fatima. And if the Mother of God asks you to do something, you don't question it, you don't hymn and haw about it, you don't say, well, I'll get around to it. No, you just do it. Pray that rosary every single day. And I once again, I'm calling upon you, fathers and grandfathers in the audience, to lead your families in the rosary every single day. The family that prays together, stays together, in the immortal words of Father Patrick Payton. And it's what Our Lady of Fatima, who loves you more than you can possibly imagine, wants you to do every single day. So more about this uh, weeping statue, the Pilgrim Virgin statue, our lovely Lady of Fatima, on tomorrow's program. Now, let us conclude, as we always do, by mentioning Helping Autism Through Learning and Outreach, HALO, located on the web at H A L O S O M A dot org. That's H A L O S O M A dot org. HALO SOMA dot org. And please tune into episode 277 of the Our Lady of Fatima podcast if you haven't already done so. I interview my sister, Toby and talk to my niece Brielle about RPM or rapid prompting method. Some people call it typing to talk or spelling to communicate. There are several different names. It's basically the same thing. A method of communication for those who've been afflicted with non-speaking autism because communication is a human right, my friends. And just as sign language was a tremendous breakthrough for the deaf, RPM, rapid prompting method has done the same for non-speakers. Let us offer up prayers now for hope and for healing for non-speakers and their families. Almighty and eternal God, healer of those who trust in you through the intercession of St. Raphael Archangel, hear my prayer for non-speakers and their families. In your tender mercy, restore them to spiritual and bodily health that they may give you thanks, praise your name, and proclaim your wondrous love to all. I ask this through Christ your Son, our Lord. Amen. Memorare to St. Joseph. Remember, O most chaste spouse of the Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to thy protection, implored thy help, or sought thy intercession, was left unaided. Inspired by this confidence, I fly unto you, my spiritual father, and beg your protection. O foster father of the Redeemer, despise not my petitions, but in your goodness hear and answer me. Amen. By thy pure and immaculate conception, O Mary, obtain for me the conversion of Russia, Spain, Portugal, Europe, the United States of America, Canada, and the whole world. The three Hail Marys, in honor of Our Lady of Fatima's immaculate purity. Ave Maria, gratia plena, dominus tecum, benedicta tuum mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et mortis nostrae. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, dominus tecum, benedicta tuum mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et honor mortis nostrae. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum, benedicta tuum mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tu Jesus. Sancta Maria Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et honor mortis nostrae. Amen. And a Gloria Patri for a special intention. Gloria Patri, et Filio, et Spiritui Sancto. Sicuterat principio et nunc et semper et in secula seculorum. Amen. Virgo potens, or our pernobis. Sancti Joseph ter or our pernobis. Sancta Raphael arcangeli, Ora our pernobis. In et filii spiritu sancti. Amen. Thank you very kindly, my friends, for listening to episode 382 of the Our Lady of Fatima podcast in your charity. Please share this podcast with everyone you know. Follow us on Twitter. The handle is at FatimaPodcast. And most importantly, please pray and offer up sacrifices for all of our Catholic bishops. Goodbye and God love you.